Hey everybody, this is Mark and I'm here with Ramzan and Sopani and you're listening to the Box to Box podcast. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to be taking a look at a few things. Uh, firstly, Manchester United and how they started the season. I am a United fan and I think I get very emotional when I see how we're playing at the moment. I'm not very happy with a lot of things, but I'd like to hear maybe from someone who's looking from the outside in. What do you guys think is going wrong with United? What do you guys think we need at United? Do we need a Mikel Arteta? Do we need new owners? Do we need a new squad? What? And I'm, I'm, I'd like to know what you guys think. Ramzan? No, actually, let's start with Sopani because I'm low-key a United fan. So um, I'm also going to be looking... <laughs> I wasn't going to be looking inside. So let's start with Sopani. Fair enough. Uh, let's start with our resident United hater, Sopani. <laughs> okay well basically outside looking in it just looks problematic it looks chaotic you guys need to get your house in order because you guys are are now just pointing fingers at each other and uh and bla- and shifting blame from the glazers to the uh, to the hierarchy to the players and i feel like in times like these you guys need unity now more than ever it needs to be some sort of togetherness or some you know like just some form of unity in the squad whether it starts with the players and the coaching staff or and the hierarchy okay to be fair i don't think there's a lot uh, there's a big disconnect between the owners and the management at the club i feel like uh from the coaching staff to the players as well as the fans and the players that's where there's a big divide or disconnect but um yeah no i'm loving it of course you can imagine um, I was telling Mark earlier yesterday that uh, as an Arsenal fan, we're top of the league and you guys are bottom. That's the furthest you guys could possibly be. Like, that, What more could I wish well, for? <laughs> today, we're, we're recording on Sunday, by the way, Sunday evening. And technically, right now, we're 19th. So... <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow night, you'll be back home. But uh... like, <laughs> but like um, I feel like definitely... Ten Hag has a lot of work to do. I think he's been he's surprised by the intensity and 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 how difficult the Premier League is, but like but like yeah, he needs your backing now more than ever. And as for the owners, you guys have been glazers out for the past decade or so, but I still stand by the point that um they do invest in the club in terms of signings at least. I don't know what else they do wrong, but like in terms of signings, you really can't 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 blame them too much. Um, maybe this window, to be fair, uh, they've done the business late, but I think it's a very difficult window. And I guess what matters is getting the players in in the end. So Casemiro is coming in, Anthony looks to be on the way. So could could things could still come together in the end. So just a slow start. Yeah, I actually agree with Sofani there um, a little bit, especially especially what he said about the Glazers. At some point, any organization is going to have to become a bit more self-sustaining and not not everything can become the owners are bad the owners are bad the owners are bad it can be to a certain extent but as he's saying if they they they've tried they've tried to do some things the the club hasn't necessarily been restricted from doing a lot of the business that they've tried to do surely at some point other 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 things must be looked at for this this period is gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt all United fans. It it, it hurts. Arsenal was there for years. <laughs> <laughs> so 
there's there's just gonna be some sucking it up and and taking it. The good thing is there are still players coming in. It says a lot about United. This is this this you know this strength of the club, the pool that that club has to be where they are and still be able to attract players. Yes, they're very expensive now because, yeah, because obviously you're not playing Champions League, but to still be able to get players like Casemiro and and others in, or even considering United, so so is a decent start to to what could end up being a very strong team. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see that and I understand that. I am somewhat, a little bit, a little bit of a Glazer sympathizer. I am very much Glazer's out, though. I am very much Glazer's out. But How can you I see th- your Glazer's out and, I and think, still be a Glazer's sympathizer? No, 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 no. Because when it, comes, <laughs> when it comes to things like investment, I do agree that, yes, they have put in money. Yes, they have invested money and when it comes to things like people always complain about the debt that united have built up and that the glazers have built up and i always say and the dividends they take out the club things like that and i always say united's debt is not bad debt we're not in debt like barcelona in debt and in terms of um them taking out dividends each year i mean every owner wants something out of the club there is no philanthropic owner who's out there just spending money without wanting anything in return from the club. You talk about the likes of Roman Abramovich or the Man City owner, Sheikh Mansour. Both of those owners, they wanted maybe not money, but legitimacy. They wanted to get legitimacy out of the clubs. And Roman Abramovich certainly did. He bought, the, he bought Chelsea in 2003. And that was when kind of he, he was under a lot of scrutiny for being linked with Putin. He bought that and people began to look at him a bit differently. And even now with the war in Russia... Obviously, some of the money that Putin has used to, to like you to fund this war has come from money from Bramovich. But a lot of Chelsea fans were very much of were very much in support of Abramovich because he has that legitimacy. So he got that out from buying Chelsea and Saudi Arabia are gonna do the same thing out of buying Newcastle. So every owner has ulterior motives. I don't blame the Glazers for taking out money. What I do blame the Glazers for though is for the management of the club and the the structure they have in place. I think for the longest time, football has been evolving and we have not evolved with it. We have not moved with the times. I think starting with probably City, PSG, Monaco, those are the clubs that, yeah, those are the clubs that kind of started this whole um, sporting, sporting director thing. And it's taken us so long to finally accept that, okay, we might need a sporting director. We might need an actual sporting plan. For the longest time, it was Ed Woodward was just in charge of everything. And it just, look from the outside looking in, like, obviously, I'm, I don't work for United. It just looks disorganized. Like, it looks like we don't know what we want. You say we spend a lot of money, but even though we do, it's usually very irresponsibly. And if you look at the United squad now, yeah, we've had maybe three or four managers, but it looks like just a bunch of random players. Like there is no system or there is there is no unity in that squad. It doesn't make sense. Like Rashford looks like he, he probably should play for another team. Sancho looks like he should play for another team. Fred looks like he should play for another team. Bruno, there is no cohesiveness in that team. And that for me is where the Glazers have messed up time and time and time and time and time and time again. And they have not been able to remedy it. That's the I mean, biggest thing for me and the Glazers. Yeah, sorry, Ronzon, you're saying. Yeah, I know I've cut you off there a little bit, but is that really the Glazers' fault? 
the the players the players that have come in because the new the new managers or the managers that you um end up changing they want to have their guys in uh, whether that's Fernandez or or um it looks like Ten Hag is is trying to do the Ajax thing uh, just like how, just like how, um, who's who's that Dutch? Who's that Dutch manager? Uh, Ronald Koeman went to Barcelona and tried to do the Dutch thing. Yeah. Uh, so, so it seems like Ten Hag is trying to do the Ajax thing. And then, uh, okay, assume that Ten Hag gets fired halfway through this season. Then whoever the new manager comes in and then says, oh well, um, okay, these are not my guys. I want to have my guys. That's not that's not the Glazers' fault. No, but that's, that's sorry. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Though you need to have a structure in place. That's why you. A sporting director is vital to any club so you have that long-term plan it's the sporting director's job to now come and say that okay this is the type of squad we want to have and then get managers who play that type of football we've gotten such different managers over the years and we've been all over the place and we just listen to the managers whatever the manager says is then we say okay we nod our head and say okay well you want Pogba we'll get Pogba you want Zlatan we'll get Zlatan you want Fellaini we'll get Fellaini but at the end of the day it's not like a long-term plan it's very short term and that's that's my problem with the Glazers we should have a long time ago we should have had an Edu Gasper working for United and saying this is the long-term vision of United and this is what these are the type of players I want to bring in at United or that they want to bring in at United and we've and they did not do that and even with uh, Ed Woodward Ed Woodward was a failure as a CEO absolute failure but he was allowed to be CEO of United for more than what nine Eight years? That that, yeah. that cannot. I think, be I, think, I think he I think he had two terms as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you cannot. That is yeah. unforgivable. You cannot allow that. Or you cannot allow a failure to be leading your team or your club or your company, whatever it is that you do. You cannot allow a failure to be leading that. And the only reason he was allowed to stay is because maybe we're not getting results on the pitch, but financially we've always been doing well. But I think now things are changing. You know, like it, you were only financially successful because we were seen as an attractive team that play good football, have a global fan base. But now fans aren't happy. We're not winning. We're not in champs anymore. Money will start to dry up. And when that happens, I think we will be in trouble. So Glazers, the Glazers, in my opinion, need to go now before that happens. Yeah, um, lengthy. You're clearly a Man United yeah. fan. You know, yeah, you, yeah, know yeah. The, <laughs> you know the, you know the, you know the ins and outs. I'm, I'm not, I'm not as uh, acquainted, I guess, with with the 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 backroom or uh, even business side of 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 United or, or football in, in general. But but you know, maybe we should have more segments like that. I guess I, I think I think it is important. But on yeah. a football on a football perspective. Like I said, it's gonna hurt. the 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 De Gea the De Gea pass to Ericsson last week, for example, uh, was just a, a clear indication of or, or a clear indication of people not understanding uh, their jobs there at at the club. Uh, Ericsson clearly was making a dummy run. He was he was not making himself available. He was taking a strike away and opening up space. Uh, De Gea passes him the ball. Uh, and then yeah, you know, Brentford does the rest. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's a funny, t- it's a funny time to be a United fan. Like I said, it's gonna hurt, but um, um, yeah, I, I, I think it is sensible at this point to to move on. We're gonna have plenty yeah. of other opportunities to talk about United in any case. <laughs> yeah, no, especially if the season continues like it started. But okay, yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> now, interestingly, I think a lot of football support a lot of football fans who are on football twitter definitely have seen the clip of Mbappe making a run and 
just like halfway through, just getting frustrated that he didn't get the ball and throwing his arms in the air. Now, that has sparked a lot of speculation about Mbappe being unhappy with Messi and Neymar and kind of wanting to be like the main man at PSG. Do you guys think that Mbappe has a problem? And do you think that he has he has an issue right now at PSG? And do you think PSG have an issue with Mbappe right now? Um. Okay, so let, let me take this first, right? I, I remember when we recorded just before Mbappe signed for, no, okay, or just after he signed uh, that, that big contract with, with PSG and um he so he so obviously he then refused he'd, ha- he'd have to refuse um the offer at, at Real Madrid right and I remember saying to you guys that I know that this is I know that they've said it's not for money I know that they've said it's not for influence but this is what it's gonna do obviously we don't work right but I think that if you work at if you work at uh, at any organization and you are supposed to be on par with with certain workmates, um, at least at least on paper, or maybe in terms of ability or whatever. You're supposed to be on par, but then now all of a sudden you earn way more money. You've got a lot more, um, or at least there are rumors that you earn way more money, and there are rumors that you have a lot more uh, control and influence than maybe you should have. Yeah. That's always going to that's always going to stir up um, problems. The, yeah. the, the, I always knew that this the, the, that this sort of thing was going to happen. That they, that they, it may have not been um, uh, this maybe this apparent. I didn't think that it would be this apparent and this early. But I did. But I did know that the people are gonna whisper and people are gonna say, "Well, okay, this is actually kind of strange." Um, it's weird to have like a footballer kind of acting as a sporting director. I saw some some rumors saying that he wasn't happy with the number of Argentines at uh, Argentinians, sorry, Argentinians at at the team and that he want he wants to move he wanted to move on some people. That's why Paredes is out the window and uh, Di Maria is also out. And all of those things. I know that they're rumors and you know, you know, you you have to take them with a pinch of salt, but people are going to notice. So I'm not so surprised that these sort of like issues have come up I, I don't think i would go so far to say like he's got the biggest ego in football as i, I think i've seen rooney rooney said said something like that I, I don't think i don't think that that's true um i do like mbappe i think that he's a serial winner and i think that he's gonna be he's gonna be if he's not already probably the best player in the world right serial winner but, yes, I, I the champions league serial winner oh, okay well okay winner winner mentality right and uh, uh, like like the way that de bruyne i think is a serial winner like he like okay. he's he's relentless and like just never wants to lose right Fair so enough, so yeah. so so those sort of things um yeah are are often like re- um related to like ego and pride and and so on and so forth um so i i do i do like him a lot but this isn't really like surprising for me i think when he signed that contract he he was like like the president went to see him and the, apparently the president <laughs> talked to him yeah. and I, I mean he was <laughs> you know of course this was gonna happen <laughs> yeah oh, he is human it, it gets to your head that would get to your head the president of france coming <laughs> and saying begging you please stay yeah, yeah. I, I i always thought that that contract was more about influence and more about um i think i think at the time at the time in that episode i said something about well okay he is a business guy as well he he gets to be the poster boy of paris um france is a bigger country than spain uh in terms of other things fashion 
um, all those things. I was, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking Mbappe is doing this. He's, he's, he's played business here um, instead of just football. So yeah, of course, all these things are obviously going to happen. Of course, he's going to get an ego. No, oh, fair, <laughs> fair enough. So Pani, I'd like to hear your take on it. Does Mbappe have a problem at PSG? I don't think it's 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 uh it's much of a problem to be fair. Um, obviously he's gonna be an egomaniac. He's Mbappe. I mean, <laughs> he's Kylian Mbappe. What do you expect? But he's playing he, with Neymar and Messi. Yeah, but he he is the next best thing, and you can try to sugarcoat it and you can try to point elsewhere. But if you look around, he's the FIFA cover for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like. Uh, disrespecting Messi obviously is unacceptable because Messi, Messi is Messi. So that's the only problem with that. But like besides that, I mean, he is yeah, he's earned every right almost to be that he is that guy. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's I don't think he's earned I don't think he's earned every right. Just just given what Messi and, and Neymar have done. Neymar's never won a Ballon d'Or, but there's quite a big consensus that Neymar's been like third best for like 10 years. Right, I I don't know the the issue that Neymar and uh, the issue that Neymar and Mbappe had last week. I think it was over a penalty. I think Mbappe missed the first yeah. penalty and wanted to take it again. Wanted to take the next penalty, which obviously doesn't make sense. If, if that happened in a school match, that also wouldn't make sense, right? You're gonna be off penalty if you're gonna if you miss the first one. No, yes, just, yes, yes, you, yes, you will. Listen, you listen, will. You will. No, 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 no. That, if you have many penalty takers, if you have one penalty taker, you take it again. But a team like yeah. PSG, they have loads of penalty takers. Mbappe and Neymar, yeah. you know. Both yeah, but those guys are all guilty of missing penalties as well. Nah, but but he's missed it. He's missed it in the game. He's missed it in the game. Nah, he, for me, for me, it's clear cut, right? The next whoever's next in line to take that penalty must take that penalty. Um, I also said this again just at some point last year that PSG Loki has too many leaders in their team. They've like got too many captains. Like like Mbappe is like a future captain. Obviously Neymar has Neymar's captain Brazil. Uh, Messi is like the captain of football. Sergio Ramos <laughs> is also probably like <laughs> Sergio Ramos is also probably the captain of football. So it's they've got they've got they've got a lot of leaders and I don't know when you've it's like it's like when you've been at the top like like how do you how do you like you know start to like put yourself a bit down so they're gonna have to manage that all of that all of that is gonna be a challenge for um the new coach I just forgot his name is 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 he Gaultier yeah is he Gaultier yeah 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 all of that is gonna be like a is gonna be a huge challenge for him um. You've got the squad, man. And Messi and Neymar, sorry, just to, just as an aside, just before we move on from this, uh, Messi and Neymar are also playing like great football right now. They're playing great football, and they they're looking like they're like trying to they're trying to do something. In last season, when when Messi came, he was kind of looking unfit, kind of slow. He wasn't very interested. He was injured at the start. I didn't think he was actually that interested in playing league games. But Messi now seems like he's in gear. I don't I don't know. It seems it seems like they it seems like they want this now. And it would be a shame if if Mbappe and his and his thing ruins it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think yeah, it does come with the, the territory. Everything that has happened to Mbappe in the last in the last few months. I think it was going to happen. A little bit of an ego boost, but I don't think it is gonna be a, a massive problem. And I think it's I think it's a good problem to have, if I'm being honest. Like, 
players who want the well, ball, who want to do something. Yeah, and well, they always want to like do the best. A little bit selfish. Sometimes you need that in football. I'm again. I talk about United. Right now, there's no player at United who wants to take, who wants to have the ball at their feet. Every player, it's like they're playing hot potato, just like, oh, give the ball away. I don't want the ball. You have the ball. I, I don't want to take responsibility. And a PSG, they all look like they want to do something and make something happen. So it is a good problem to have. But yeah, just before we end this episode, I really wanted to ask, do you guys think it is a good idea to like build? your team around one player or to put in massive resources in order to structure your team around a singular player. I think Nottingham Forest, they might be a little bit guilty of starting to do that with Jesse Lingard, the amount of money they're putting into that team to make it fit around him and his style of play. What do you guys think about that? Lingard? Yeah. Did you see how much they spent, the outlaid for uh, Morgan Gibbs-White? No, 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 no. But all the, but like the players they're bringing in are certainly there to kind of help Lingard and make him look good. I'm not saying that they spent the most on Lingard, but I'm saying that it looks like they're sort of building a team kind of around him. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. You said if it's better to either have to build your team around one man or like invest in the whole squad. These guys have signed 16 players. They've basically invested in a new squad. Yeah, no, but the squad they're building, right? Not invest in a new squad. I'm saying the squad they're building is uh-huh. suited to the way Jesse Lingard plays. And they're kind of building it so that they're bringing in players that will bring the best out of Jesse Lingard. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, and, and understand what you mean. This is you just giving Jesse Lingard relevance. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, not trying to give Jesse, I'm not trying to give Jesse Lingard relevance. I'm just saying, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, right? I've not watched much of Nottingham Forest, but what I've seen and heard, it looks like they are bringing in players to kind of help Jesse Lingard or the like get the best out of Jesse Lingard. Um, okay, maybe maybe I should go first because I think I understand I understand exactly what you're asking. I don't know if Jesse Lingard is the best example, but there are times when teams when teams build um with the intention of uh, getting the best out of a certain type of player, right? Uh, so. I don't know players like players like Ronaldo, for example. I don't I don't think that United built for Ronaldo, but I think that by putting by having someone like Ronaldo, you do kind of have to drop all your plans and kind of do things the way that to get the best out of him, because Definitely. his best his best is kind of like better than everyone else's best, right? Yeah. So I think I think that's that that's what you're trying to say, and. Uh, when you have when you have that that sort of situation, I, it, it seems like it does go well sometimes, but a lot of the times it doesn't. I, just to give a basketball reference, I know Sovani and Sovani and Nicholas don't like them, but LeBron James for <laughs> LeBron James for example, right? Every time he goes to a team, he's really good at that. He's really good at recruiting. So he so he gets uh, teammates around him who are who are very uh, suited to what he does. I know LeBron doesn't like bigs very much. Uh, because he likes to go into the paint um, and he recruits, you know, um, with those sort of things in mind. So he's good at that. He moves on players and he um, also gets people to come and join him because everyone wants to play with LeBron. Um, but the, the bad side of that is when LeBron leaves the team, uh, then you have what's happened in Cleveland, for example, both times. And you have what happened in Miami for a long time um, until just recently. And I think that that's the sort of situation that even United have now um, with Ronaldo. Because 
last year wasn't spent if you had spent last year for example uh building up to this year then this year would not have hurt so much but because last year everything then kind of became about ronaldo then if ronaldo leaves this year or next year at whatever point you kind of have to start to say uh, okay well, we now have to rethink our strategy so your your kind of building yeah. on story takes a bit longer than other teams who have been building their whole squad and adding pieces to complement the squad instead of complementing the player if you understand what i mean uh, so yeah. haland is a good example of of a team that isn't really about him he will help the team but it's uh, yeah okay they're trying to play to his strengths i get but but he's not he's not the centerpiece of the team I would argue that's maybe De Bruyne or or, or Jao Cancelo, and and maybe I should just say the whole team. So um, it can work, I guess. It's especially it's I think it's good to get you out of trouble quickly, but I don't think that it's good in the in the long run. Yeah, I I agree. No, I think maybe a better example would have been Messi at uh, Barcelona how kind of they built the team around Messi and as soon as he left you saw it kind of they had an adjustment exactly. period learning exactly. how to play without Messi you know exactly. what I mean yeah so, yeah now that is now that is a good take and I and I do agree but yeah no we're trying to do um shorter episodes just to kind of punch you guys with as much information as we can i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one And yeah, we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening and see you next time.